Good morning. Glad you could be with me today. Uh, today is number five on the series of Bible 101 with Bill. And if you have not been participating with us before, go back and pick up one, two, three, four, five, and you can help. It uh, feeds one with the other. And so I think you would find that helpful to do so. So please feel free to go do that. But this is number five, and it follows number four. Now, if you've been uh, new to following what's happening and getting acquainted with your Bible, um, there are some helpful hints in one and two, particularly to be able to find your way around. But today, I wanted to follow up on uh, starting the, what we were doing in Daniel 2. Now, Daniel was taken into captivity by King Nebuchadnezzar, as we mentioned. And as a result of that, as a result of him being taken captive, he became one of the wise men and became very respected. You can read about that in Daniel. But we looked at a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had, and he had in his dream in Daniel 2. And you can look and see there, Daniel 2, if you can find that in your Bible. Just stop the tape and go find it, Daniel 2. Look in the table of contents if you need to. But Daniel 2 tells us a story, and it had to deal with that of a head of gold, a chest and arms of silver, a waist uh, that had and a belly that had to deal with, that was made of bronze. Then the legs were made of iron and the feet of iron and clay. And Daniel revealed to King Nebuchadnezzar that those particular series were a series of kingdoms that would be coming and that he would be the head of gold. And so lesser kingdoms would come after him. And we know from history that there was a series of kingdoms that came and took care of the Middle East area and the then known world, as it was said. Um, so we had the kingdom of Babylon, under King Nebuchadnezzar. Then came the Medes, which were then overtaken by the uh, Persians. So the Medes and Persians worked together for the silver. The bronze was Grisha. And then the iron and uh, was there, the iron legs were there of Rome. And then there was the divided kingdom or what we came to come to know as Western Europe or strong things, uh, strong and weak kingdoms. And then there was this hard, large stone that was carved out without hands that rolled down and smashed all the kingdom and established a new kingdom, the kingdom of God. Well, the reason we're looking at that is because we want to know God's leadership and whether God is revealing to him the secrets. Amos 3, 7, surely the Lord will do nothing but reveal his secrets to his servants, the prophets. So if you're following along in Daniel 2, we see a series. It's exactly the kingdoms that happened. It's exactly how it laid out hundreds of years before these events took place, reaching down into our days. So we can know from Daniel 2 that there will never be a kingdom that will unite the whole world or the whole region together until Jesus comes, and then his kingdom will be there. That's what Daniel 2 is outlining to Nebuchadnezzar. Well, between chapter 2 and chapter 7, a lot happened. By the time we get to chapter 7 of Daniel, and I'd like to have you, if you would please find that, and we're only going to highlight some of the parts there. So if you go to Daniel 7, Daniel 7, 
and we're going to begin to look at the very first verse. And I would like to reintroduce you to the letter F, which means following, leading verse 1 and following. Don't look for an F there in your uh, numbers because they won't be there. So it means following. So we want to look at Daniel 7 and see what the dream is that it had. So Daniel had a dream. And that was after a new king had come to the throne. It was Belshazzar who came to the throne following Nebuchadnezzar. And they were still in captivity, still in Babylon. And he had this dream. And as he shared this dream, there's unique features to it. And I'm going to highlight those to you for a little bit. So we're going to look down at verse 2, since I've already mentioned about verse 1. And Daniel said, In a vision at night, I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven, which seemed to be from the four directions of the compass, churning up the great sea. Sea in prophecy represents people. So four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea, came up out of the people, came up from the kingdoms. The first was like that of a lion, and it had wings of an eagle. I watched until these wings were torn off, and it was lifted up from the ground, so that it stood on two feet like a human being, and the mind of a human was given to it. Well, if you were to travel to the ruins of Babylon today, that lion would be prominent on many, many millions of bricks because it was stamped right into the, the, the lion was stamped right into the bricks. It was no mystery, no mystery to anyone who was reading that the lion referred to Babylon. Oh, we had the head of gold referring to Babylon. We go before. Now we have the kingdom of the lion coming up and different kingdom coming out of the people coming out of the group of people. So here we have, whoops, let's try this again. Here we have the lion coming up. And it had wings, meaning it had a great speed. When Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar went down and conquered, he went down and he quickly was able to take and defeat these different groups. So here we have Daniel 7 telling us about a lion. And I would suggest to you as we walk along that this was Babylon referred to again. And it stood up and it lost its wings because it became lazy, it became weak, and it was given the kingdom of a thing of a man. Then the Bible says, it went on, so then the second beast came up, verse 5, and there was before me a second beast, it was that like of a bear. And it raised up on one of its sides and had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And it was told, get up and eat and fill your flesh. And so, fill yourself with flesh. So, this particular next one that came on the kingdom was the Medes and the Persians. And in fact, even Daniel talks about this as it came. The Medes and the Persians kind of blended together. Persia became stronger. Uh, and Artaxerxes came from that particular line there, which we'll talk about at another time. And so... The second kingdom that came up, the kingdom that appeared the second time, was a bear. And the bear, the bear represents the Medes, and I'm going to put that in Persia. The Persians. The Medes and the Persians. So this was a fascinating, fascinating development as Babylon fell to the Persians. And there's a quite a story 
in there about that, which we will uh, have to talk about another time. Well, following that, following that, following that kingdom, came up another beast. And after this came up another beast, and it had the appearance of a leopard. And the fourth, the third beast was a leopard, and on its back had four wings, meaning it was very fast. It went very fast in what it did. And it had four heads and was given great authority to rule. If you're familiar with what happened with Greece, this was Alexander the Great. And he went conquering wherever he wished. He went with great speed. He was able to move his troops and conquer and conquer and conquer all around and began to rule the world. But he died in his 30s, early 30s. And the kingdom was then divided up to the four generals, his four generals. And so they each had a section, four sections, the four heads. So great speed, great authority, and Greece then became, and we have the leopard, leopard here, and it had, um, and we know it is Grecia, later to become Greece. And then it describes a fourth beast, a fourth beast that came up. This one was unidentifiable to to uh, Daniel because he didn't recognize it. It was a fierce beast and it had big beasts and it had iron teeth. And the iron teeth, ooh, we had iron mentioned before in the legs. Well, Rome was known for the development of iron and the use of iron in warfare. So here comes Rome, the next kingdom that came up, and we're just going to put uh, indescribable beast here here because we don't know what it was and that one was Rome and that followed well as Rome came to an end the, the description here is that there then came up after that they came ten horns there was another there was ten horns that came up um, and you will see that as you read down there were ten horns that came up so now we have ten horns that followed Rome, and which ones would that be? Well, we know those as Europe. And we can get other descriptions of that that happened. Well, what happened following that? Following that, the Bible shares, shares with us that following that, there's a, now a description that takes place that takes us to the very throne room of God. And in that, it describes that the Ancient of Days took his seat, and the judgment was opened. You can read that at the very end of chapter, uh, verse 10. It said, the court was seated and the books were opened. In other words, judgment was taking place. Judgment of the world. Judgment. And then, and the next verses that go through there, and you can look at that, describes the coming of Jesus in the clouds of heaven. This outline that was given, this outline that was placed there, is incredible because it shares with us the exact timing, I mean, the exact following kingdom after kingdom after kingdom down into the time of the dividing. That, remember, we had the partly clay and partly iron toes in the feet, meaning strong and weak. We had that among in Europe, in Western Europe. And we find these tribes that were there which became kingdoms. One of them became Britain, for example. One became France, Germany, and others. In Rome, down in Italy. 
these different kingdoms, these different places came down, and then there is no one kingdom that follows, which we know in history. Well, Hitler tried to change that. So did Mussolini. They tried to conquer the world. Didn't happen. As we go and we look, we see that the Bible then talks about, after that, the judgment comes, and then Jesus appears. Now, why is that important? It is important because it highlights for us the exact process that leads up to let us know where we are in history. Surely the Lord will do nothing but reveal his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. Now, this lineage, this, this following of these kingdoms is exactly what was shared in Daniel chapter 2, is now repeated in greater detail in chapter 7, and shows to us God was looking and revealing what was going to happen exactly down into the future, which tells us a great deal about God's care for us. God caring, wanting us to know what was going to take place. He wanted us to know how our world was going to be. And so I take great courage from that to know, now this is just scratching the surface. In number six, I'm going to share with you a remarkable prophecy that we can nail down to know exactly, exactly the truth of it. Nothing hidden. You will be able to see it yourself. So if you need to, back this uh, back up, review those again as we went down through the lion, through the bear, through the leopard, through the indescribable beast, this large beast, and then down through the ten horns. You can look and back that all up. Those kingdoms that fell from, from Babylon to the uh, Medes and Persians, to the uh, Grisha, to Rome, and then as we went into Western Europe, leading down to the coming of Christ. We can know when we get through with this series together, you'll be able to point in your Bible to exactly where we are in history. You'll be able to know exactly where we are, what text. It's amazing what God has revealed to his servants, the prophets. Okay, until next time, thank you very much for joining me. I hope this was clear. If not, please let me know. You can contact us at uh, naplessdachurch.org uh, and let me know what you're thinking. I'd be happy to answer questions for you. Uh, we will probably have one of these sessions be an answer, question and answer series uh, to help you move along. But I hope this has been helpful uh, to you. Uh, this will be number uh, six coming up soon, so keep your eyes open for that. If you're on YouTube, get a get an announcement bell or whatever it is so that you know the next one's being posted. All right, thank you for joining me. Have a great day.